Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Howdy. Ryan Tutel, Colter Nuanas. Here's some sports news for you. With the second half of the prep football season underway, the weekly Treasure State media poll continues to gain clarity. In Class AA, defending state champion Billings West remains number one after receiving 16 of the 29 first-place votes. Butte, they're not far behind. They're off to a 6-0 start. They're first since 1991. They received the other 13 first-place votes, so just three votes apart from those two at the top two spots. Missoula Sentinel is 5-1 at number three, while Bozeman, also 5-1, is at number four. Helena Capital rounds out the top five. Tutel Nuanas had Butte at number one. Tutel Nuanas also had... Hamilton, number one in Class A. They're back in the top spot after receiving 14 of 23 first-place votes ahead of Miles City, who is actually the only undefeated team in the top five in Class A. They're number two. They got four first-place votes. Dillon received three first-place votes and comes in at number three. Frenchtown, no first-place votes this week, but they're still number four. Laurel got three first-place votes. They're number five. In Class B, Fairfield is the number one team for the sixth straight week after receiving 21 first-place nods. Eureka, number two. Manhattan at number three. And Red Lodge is there at number four. None of the top four teams have lost, a.k.a. they're all undefeated. The only one that has lost a game in the top five, Loyola, who's four and two after losses to number one and two. And finally, Justice Verge, back-to-back Class AA state golf titles, Bozeman High, back-to-back team titles. ESPN Sports Center is presented by Clark Fork Law. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, hour number two. Coming at you. Great to be with you here on a Wednesday afternoon. Hope you're having a great day. We're broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway and Missoula Highway 83 in Sealy online at KurtzPolaris.com. If you would like to give us a call, 329-1899 is the phone number. All guests join us via the Rangage Brothers RV phone line. And if you want to listen live, no matter where you are, to this show or the station in general, 1029ESPN.com. The stream is available all the time on the Listen Live tab. And it's there thanks to Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. It's time for a Wing It Wednesday. Get some wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern, a way to some uh, uh, a very deserving participant. This time it's Mike. Mike, welcome to the show. How are you? 
I'm very well, Ryan. How are you? I'm also very well myself. Thanks for asking. That is very good of you. Here we go. This is the deal. We got three questions for you. If you get two of them right, you got yourself a basket of wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern just that easily. If you happen to go three for three, we are also going to give you a uh, shirt to go along with it. If you need help on any of these, I am your lifeline, okay? No, I am. Oh, right. They're my questions, so you're the lifeline. Golter's the lifeline, okay? Okay, sounds good. Boy, some chicken wings would really hit the spot. What do we got? Tell me what wingy. All right, Mike. Now here's the here's my question. Now are you are you familiar with the wings? Have you done the wings uh, to the Desperado yet? I yeah, I've done the wings to the Desperado probably no less than a couple couple dozen times. Okay, okay, that's good. And uh, no less than a couple dozen wings at any setting. So I, it's uh, you know, you square the number and you're out there to like eight hundred fifty thousand wings. If I do, if I've done uh, the math well, uh, somewhere around there. Yeah. So Mike, here's what we're doing today. It's baseball. The playoffs are in uh, process right now. In fact, the uh, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals, which I will ask you about, are hammering the Atlanta Braves uh, as we speak. But here's the question for you. There are four divisional series as there are every single year here in 2019. How many of those series have gone to a decisive game five? So four series, uh, three of them are going to game five. Mike outstanding work three indeed is the uh is the exact right number uh i'm not going to give you more than that other than congratulations because the next question is a follow-up to that one which of these series did not that is to say which two teams played in the series that did not go the distance uh it's it's a team unfortunately they keep making the playoffs and they keep running into the new york yankees and getting stomped minnesota twins can't even get a a win couldn't get a w now are you a big twins fan are you a twin cities guy no unfortunately i'm a i'm a billings montana and so i'm a seattle mariners fan and Mm. a 49ers fan and a bulls fan Mm. well one out of three is doing pretty well the niners looking hot right now the niners are looking good yeah they are the bulls will be back you should declare. Nick, yeah, the, the Bulls, we'll see. Nick Bosa's got the Niners looking good. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you got to cleanse your soul, though, and get a new baseball team. <laughs> oh, my no, God. No, no, no. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man, it's just, it's stick self-fulfilling prophecies of tragedy. Stick with them because it will be so great when it all comes it's around. It's never happening. Stop, stop, stop. You're too young Ryan, to say I just, that. I just moved home from Tacoma, and the people out there don't even believe in the no. Mariners, man. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. They didn't even know they were in first place for a month last year. You know, well, at least uh, <laughs> at least they at least they did it they did it swiftly this year. Yeah, like they were straight oh, yeah. they were straight out of it by July one. Usually, you're like, man, they're in it. They're they in it. They're it. in yeah, it. August fifteenth yeah. rolls around. Implosion. Isn't this right? Then- they were they were thirteen and two to start thirteen the year. and one to start. Well, they're the thirteen and one, thirteen. Then they were thirteen and two. But but it took them uh, uh, you know fifteen games to lose their first two games yep. to win their first 13 however you want to say yep. to win their next 13 games it was like 47 losses <laughs> to get the next 13 wins it was, and it was it was it was awfully aggressive <laughs> it was it was awfully aggressive now now i'm gonna do this just because you know this is i i my place here tacoma's my second home where in tacoma oh, where in tacoma were you I was on the the north end. Oh, uh, yes. Worked in the Proctor district. If you're familiar with Proctor, oh man, I've one of the best breakfasts you can get is at the, uh, the old restaurant on Proctor Street. I don't even remember now the name of the place, but I'm in there uh, all the love Naps. Proctor. Yeah, it is Naps. Naps. Yeah, because I yeah. Mean, you get the gr- best burger in the world at the Naps in Hamilton, and you get the best breakfast in the world yep. at the Naps in Proctor. So I'm all over That's it. If you right. Uh, That's right. Boys and girls, if you don't believe the hype, take a timeout, go to a dive bar late night in Tacoma, and if you survive that, go to Naps in the morning. It is a great 24-hour <laughs> cycle, okay? That's what I got for you. Okay, listen, Mike, you're already into the wings. You already got that knocked out. Let's go for question number three here, okay? This is a very This is the most current affairs question I've ever asked in terms of proximity to time. How many runs did the St. Louis Cardinals score today in the first inning of their game five at Atlanta? Oh, man. 
You know, I, I, my second favorite team's the Braves, so I, I decided to check the score earlier today, and I wish I wouldn't have because yeah. Bleacher Report instantly hit me with a Cardinals set of MLB record or tied it. And so I felt real gross opening the article to see they scored 10 <laughs> runs in the first inning. <laughs> he didn't even use his lifeline, didn't need it. Out of the park. That's the uh, that's the metaphor we'll use on this baseball wing at Wednesday. Three for three. Ten runs. It's now, by the way, Ten 13 runs. to one, I believe. Uh, yeah, 13 to one. Don't worry, man. The Braves scored a point. Bad news is it's the, oh, no, the Braves got the bases loaded. Let's see. Let's see what happens here. Bases loaded for the Braves. We'll see how it goes. I don't think it's going to go well. Mike, excellently done by you. Very, very well done. Give your information to David there. We will get you wings and a shirt from the Desperado Sports Tavern, all right? Awesome. Thanks, guys. You got it. That's how you do it right there. Naps, man. I'm telling you, Coulter, we're going to go to Tacoma. We're going to do it. It is. It is. It's a glorious place. I would love to go there with you. Yes. Because I have not had any good Seattle experiences. Oh my. First of all, you can't wear that. Okay? You look far too nice to be going and trafficking around in Tacoma, Washington. I'm doing much better with the dark blue and black, okay? It's a it's you Nah, nah, we can't go. We got to do we got to go get some tattoos. We got to go to Tacoma, <laughs> Washington and have ourselves a weekend. Ryan and his secret past life of being tatted. Well, not secret. Is it? I don't think anybody on the show would figure you and your dad jokes would be covered in tattoos. He is. I mean, covered's maybe a little strong. I ran out of money somewhere. <laughs> and I started having kids. It's sort of kind of what happened. Uh, okay, very well done. That was fun. 13 to 1. This score. By the way, did you know this? I heard this today. I think there have been uh, uh, 37. Uh, no, no, 27. Let's get it right. 27. Uh, game fives in the history of the ALDS has been a five-game There's game three series. this year. There's three this year, but 27 in total. Yeah. The home team is 11 and 18. Whoa. So it a pressure. If you push it to five, the you pressure. Yeah, chance. When you wow. come back and you're supposed to be winning the thing and it's a one-game wow. deal. The Braves not bucking that trend right now. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's our ESPN roundtable. Brian Salonen. Good friend of the show, good friend of ours, a uh, former Grizz football player, former Dallas Cowboy, really fun guy to talk to. Uh, it is, uh, it's going to be a wacky conversation, this one with Brian Salona. We'll have it on our roundtable right after this. Colter, something people may not know about us, but we work at a company. Imagine that. We don't just broadcast from our bedrooms. I mean, I've wanted to work from home, but the studio is here, and we also do sales things, and we also have a marketing department, and we also have a general manager and a program director. We are a very integrated unit here. We even have office telephones. The only voicemail you have that's not full. That is a fact, and it's not full because Blackfoot gives me enough space to have it all. And Blackfoot has all the things that we use for our business to make it run functionally. In fact, did you know that today's phone solutions are changing the way businesses operate? To communicate more effectively with colleagues and customers, companies are turning to hosted voice. You know what they call hosted voice solutions? VoIP. What is VoIP? Well, they're the hosted voice solutions that keep up with the business demands. And Blackfoot has their own hosted voice solution, or VoIP. It's called Ergo. Sounds elegant. Ergo certainly is elegant. It's also secure, scalable, and state-of-the-art with 24-7 local account management and support. If you're interested in learning how Ergo can support your business needs, visit goblackfoot.com slash voice to learn more. One more time, it's visit goblackfoot.com backslash voice. Blackfoot takes care of us, Coulter, and it can take care of you. Well, happy to welcome into the ESPN Roundtable, former University of Montana standout and former Dallas Cowboy as well, Brian Salonen. Brian, how are you? Well, I'm doing wonderful. I wish uh, a nice fall would continue, but... Uh... Uh, I guess we don't have the snow that Browning and Great Falls and Butte have, so I'm in I'm in good shape. You're right, tropical Missoula as always exactly. uh, in uh, in October, right? For the for the kid at the Class AA golf tournament yesterday, for him to make the tournament winning putt, they had to have a full ground screw come on and clear off the greens. It was in Great Falls. There's like two inches of snow by the time he got to the final green, so they had to sweep the whole thing off just so he could tap in his par putt to win it. Only in Montana. 
No kidding. Well, my nephew, uh, Will Salonen, was golfing in that, and uh, so my brother Brad gave me the updates, and then another uh, good buddy of mine, his son, was playing, and so I got I got videos of the snow flying and the wind blowing, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't pretty, that's for sure. It's too bad they didn't move that to Missoula. That would have been a nice thing for uh, for the golfers and our community. Well, you know, they, they, they schedule these things out, and they're excited about them, so they try and keep it where they are, but maybe next year, uh, you know, again, move to the lower uh, lower elevations. Well, Brian, uh, this is this is one thing that's so fun, man, because you are uh, Montana through and through. I mean, to go to Great Falls High School, University of Montana, you, you play in the league, and then you, you come back here, you work here, and like you said, I mean, you got connections to the to the double a golf tournament you're coaching hellgate high school i know you got kids playing sports at hellgate and so you are uh fully invested but when you've been when you look around at montana just in general and and now as you know a second generation comes up behind you what do you think about sports in montana what makes it unique from maybe anywhere else that you might be well first of all it's about the fourth generation behind me since I'm so old. Uh, so, uh, we better clarify that, but, uh, uh, it, it's, yeah, it, it's kind of hard to explain. I, I mean, it's, uh, I've heard Grizzly coaches throughout a long, long time just saying, you know, if you can get Montana athletes on the, on the roster, it's, it's just a little different. And uh, I, <laughs> I don't know if you can put a finger on that or, or, or figure it out, but, it just seems to me uh, that uh, a lot of the kids they uh, uh, they might not have a whole bunch, uh, but they've got athletics and they work really hard and they're committed and they uh, they just uh, have a toughness to them that uh, I, I don't know I don't know how you explain it, but it's 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 kind of that Montana tough thing that uh, you just go out and and especially on the football field. Uh, uh, you try to smash them as hard as you can, and, and there's just something. I mean, it happened to me in Great Falls that you grew up being a bison, and my dad was an official, and I got to be a ball boy when uh, uh, the Carlsons, uh, not only Gene coached there, but his boys uh, uh, played there, and you just, they were like your heroes, you know. You, you saw their silver helmets run out, and, and I don't know, it, one of them throws a chin strap to you, and you think, oh my God, this is the coolest uh, thing ever. And it just, uh, at least in Great Falls, you kind of, I know the same thing certainly happens in Butte, that you just grow up wanting to, wanting to play football and, and wanting to do well. And uh, it, fortunately for me, it, it got to stay healthy, and, and it, it certainly worked out. Well, Brian, I want to get into all your time with the Grizzlies as well as the Dallas Cowboys, but we got before we go to the past, Let's talk about the present. I know you've been helping out with Hellgate High School football for the last several years. I know you got a son playing on the Knights team, and it's been a fascinating and wonderful story to watch because Hellgate hit a rock bottom where they lost dozens of games in a row, and then they basically lost their varsity program for a year. But under Mick Morris, you guys have helped bring this thing back. And last year, I know, like Raleigh Wooster told us, one of the greatest moments of his life was having a breakthrough and getting a win last year, let alone two in a row. And then this year, Hellgate starts 3-0 and for the first time since 1987. So just being a part of that and watching it and watching those kids work and, and overcome and persevere, what's that been like? Well, you should write a book on it one day. Because For real. It's, uh, it's, it's even more interesting than, than I could have ever uh, thought or dreamed of. But, uh, you know, for me, I, I got to, uh, for some reason, in, in youth football, I was assigned a, a team that, that the kids were going to go to Hellgate, and, and in seventh grade we had some success, and in eighth grade we had success, and as freshmen we had success, and I just, uh, uh, gosh darn it, for eight years would sit in the stands and watch Hellgate football, and and I know certainly the numbers aren't great, uh, but to see them suffer like they did and and not only lose, but, but you know, 60 by 60 and 50 and, and scores that you just go, oh, gosh, that's, it's just sad. And uh, with my son, uh, a part of it, and, and these kids that I was able, fortunate enough to coach uh, in youth football, I just thought, you know what, I'd... Uh, if they'll take me, uh, I would. I would love to uh, to see if I could help out in, in any way and maybe bring a little energy 
to the program and see if we could turn it around. And Coach Morris has been, uh, uh, you know, he's a beat kid, and he, uh, you know, everyone on the staff is a lot younger than I am, but it's been, it, it has been pretty uh, a pretty neat story. And in, I'll echo what Raleigh said. I've, I've played a lot of football and uh, been a part of a lot of big games, uh, but that that first win against CMR and maybe uh, uh, being a Bison, uh, being able to get CMR last year <laughs> was 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 one of the uh, one of the greatest wins I've ever been a part of, including uh, wins over Bobcats or or Cowboy wins over the Redskins or the Giants or playoff opportunities. But that was. Uh, uh, after that, uh, it was kind of like you know what uh, we've—you can take me now. I—I'm I, as high as I could be, and uh, and again, that's the, the thrill of athletics that can only be reached uh, in in my case on the football field, and uh, it's just such a such a big part of my life, and and I'm just I'm so thankful to uh, that when Jeff Hayes was the AD that he and he hired Mick that. Uh, uh, Mick was kind enough to uh, allow me to be a part of it, and it's it's uh, it has been a blast. You know that's that's such an awesome sort of recollection and story, and to put that in perspective, is only somebody who's been around the game for as long as played as much as you you have could put it in, into that sort of uh, context for us. But also this weekend, you're playing for a city championship, the Hellgate Knights and Sentinel Spartans, both 1-0 and uh, against Big Sky. So this is for all the Missoula marbles, as it were. I know you got a lot of prep going into this one, but how exciting is it just to be even in a game that has, you know, a city championship attached to it? Well, yeah, I don't know the last time that Hellgate was even in a position to uh, to achieve something like that, but uh, certainly it it uh, it's above exciting, and uh, you know, the, if these kids could accomplish something like that uh, Friday night, and, and Sentinel is good, and they're athletic, uh, we'll certainly have our hands full. But I'll tell you what, we've got uh, our kids that are out there. Again, our numbers aren't great, which is a little disappointing. But uh, you, you work with what you have, and and we've got kids out there that. Uh, uh, they, they they give it all they've got, and uh, and you know if that's all you can ask of them. Hopefully, we uh, maybe some breaks go your way, and and uh, you don't make too many mistakes. But uh, we'll certainly show up Friday night and uh, and go compete and and see if uh, it, it would that'd be a pretty pretty special night. I know we're uh, I don't know if any of the coaches will sleep between now and Friday night, but uh, uh, hopefully we'll keep our players in in uh, intact and. And uh, we'll be ready to go. And but, yeah, it's it's pretty neat stuff. Uh, high school football in Montana is is uh, you know I go back uh, to the uh, Kenny Chesney song, "The Boys of Fall." Uh, I'll have to play that at my funeral one day because that uh, I could listen to that song uh, a million times and go, "That is that is Montana football and small town football." And uh, uh, I think every word in that song is just just means the world to me because I've experienced it and been a part of it. And even on the bigger stages, it, it still comes back to, to Montana high school football on Friday nights. Uh, and it, yeah, to me, it's, uh, it's pretty darn exciting. Well, a quick plug on this, okay, for the city of Missoula especially, who is going to be the primary audience here on the radio and so forth, go to this game, okay? No There's doubt. no doggone uh, Grizz game even on Saturday. They got a bye week, and you're looking for something to do. This is going to be a great game. Two of the premier players in the state, and Raleigh Wooster and Jackson Lee going against each other, and Hellgate and Sentinel for the state cha- or for the city championship. And uh, it's just going to be a great night at Missoula County uh, Stadium on Friday. Friday, take get the family together and go enjoy some high school football for crying out loud on Friday. You know, <laughs> well, I, I would think that stadium is going to be uh, going to be fairly full. We went to the Sentinel Butte game uh, two weeks ago, and that it was that was a packed house. And I would hope that uh, with Crosstown on Friday night uh, and hopefully a decent night, and like you said, uh, that grizzly action going on, uh, yeah. It, it should be a lot of fun. I hope uh, uh, hope our kids go compete and, and hope it's a heck of a game. Uh, and, and that was kind of like with Sentinel Butte. That was a dandy, and 
uh, come down to the wire. It, uh, it's just great. It's a great atmosphere and, and great high school football. It, to me, uh, what else would you rather do on a Friday night, right? But maybe I'm a little biased. <laughs> Before we get into some of your past accomplishments and, and your playing career, Brian Sloan joined us on the ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls. I got one last question for you, just kind of about high school football in general. Just kind of, I Ryan always makes fun of me because I'm always the I'm the relatively young guy who's always moaning about the state of society. But you see numbers down across the state when it comes to football. I heard that CMR's dressing only 80 kids right now. Which, if you remember the heyday of the wrestlers, they were they they had. 200 kids standing on the sidelines for home games, and Great Falls High was the same way. And I know numbers are down across the state. There was a high line game between Glendive and Haver that was canceled last week because of low attendance. So uh, what do you think of just the, the state of the game of football and just the dwindling numbers when it comes to youth sports? Well, uh, yeah, it's, it's sad. Uh, I still think, again, I'm a little biased, but I think football is the greatest team sport in the world uh, you got to have 11 guys uh, at all times uh, hopefully uh, doing the same thing and the right thing um, it's you know the, uh, the between the concussion thing and injuries uh, kind of like I tell our kids you know football's uh, football's hard uh, well first of all it's you got to be uh, it's kind of a goofy game I mean it, who really not a lot of people that just uh, want to smash into somebody else and, and hit somebody as hard as they can. I mean, he, he, uh, I'll admit I'm probably a little goofy, uh, but <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's hard and it hurts and you're sore and uh, it's mentally certainly uh, uh, conditioning and uh, difficult, but uh, gosh darn, you'll never... There's... Almost every meeting I have every day, somebody asks me about what's going on with Hellgate or football, and and I certainly love to talk about it. But yeah, it's it's too bad, you know, the concussion thing. I certainly understand, uh, been through and witnessed several of them. But anybody listening, I would say, you know what, the odds of that happening, uh, it certainly can. But uh, the publicity of it all, I think, is again kind of a media thing where. Uh, it, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm still uh, able to think and, and, and do things pretty well and, and played that goofy game for a long time. But I, I certainly understand the concern of parents uh, with health and injuries. Um, but on the other hand, uh, people can get hurt doing a lot of things. And, and I still, uh, uh, I, I, and again, safety-wise, equipment-wise, helmet-wise, I mean, things are, uh, as with technology, it's 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 so much different than when I played, and uh, we just don't we don't have a ton of kids that that go through that. And and again, I I don't know, I probably had eight or ten of them, and and a lot of them undiagnosed because they didn't do that back then. But uh, uh, I I just uh, the the still the thrill of of competing and the opportunity to go. Uh, uh, Go whack somebody as hard as you can. Is uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a goofy thing, but it's the coolest thing ever. Brian Salonen joining us, former University of Montana football player, former Great Falls High football player, and uh, former Dallas Cowboy as well. And Brian, let's go back to your time at Great Falls and coming out of Great Falls. You're an outstanding, uh, you know, all state football player, also basketball player there at Great Falls High. You get a scholarship to go to the University of Montana. Was there ever any question that you would go to the University of Montana? Where were, where else did you have opportunities to play and think about possibly going? Well, it might be a setup question, but only for 18 years was I going to be a Bobcat. Uh, yeah. my dad, you know, uh, I've uh, done my research, BS. <laughs> what's, what's that? I said, I've done my research, you know. I know how to get. I know how to lead a horse to water here. Yeah, well, I'll drink it. Uh, it uh, yeah, my dad uh, going to school there and is in the Hall of Fame for basketball. I think he still holds the record for the most games ever played uh, by a basketball player, which... Uh, He's proud of. Um, my older brother went to Bozeman as an educator, and there was no doubt that uh, that's where I was going from uh, as far as I could ever remember. We went to all the games. We 
were friends with Sonny Holland and Sonny Lubick and Cliff Heisel and all of those guys. And, and, uh, uh, but it, uh, they, maybe there was a little, uh, assumption that I was probably just going to go there. And I don't think they really had thought that they had to work very hard to get me to go there. And all of a sudden, uh, Larry Donovan and Bob Lowry and Joe Glenn and Mike Van Deese show up in Missoula and, uh, uh, they they recruited like uh, I've never uh, seen the process happen, and uh, gosh darn it, they uh, they certainly convinced me that we could maybe uh, help to make a difference here in Missoula and at the university, and and uh, it really uh, once the process started, it it there wasn't a lot of doubt that that I was coming here instead of Bozeman. You know, guess the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. It's easy to forget because Montana, then, after you guys won that 1982 Big Sky Championship, the Grizz program took off and really reached uh, heights it's never seen before. And the construction of Washington Grizzly Stadium, combined with the hiring of Don Reed, combined with the recruitment of Dave Dickinson, all these different factors went into the rise and then the sustained powerhouse that Montana was. But it's easy to forget that the Bobcats were the team of the decade in Montana in the 70s. Sonny Holland led the, the Cats to six wins and seven outings against the Grizz. Bobcats won three Big Sky titles, maybe even four during that decade. And Montana had not really been competitive with the Cats in a long time until the 1982 team where you guys beat Montana. So not only is your dad a Montana State Hall of Famer, but they had all the momentum in the state at that point. So was it a tough decision? And what was it like sort of helping turn the tide in Montana's favor and sort of laying the groundwork for what Montana became? Yeah, well, Larry Donovan brainwashed me and said uh, that, you know, <laughs> you come here and others will follow and uh, and you guys are going to make a difference. And I was uh, probably dumb enough to believe it. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if he was filling me full of stuff or what, but, uh, you know, I come here and then uh, Gary Lowry and Tony Fudge from CMR and Tim Wynn from Haver and, and lots of others. I mean, our freshman class was uh, uh, some pretty darn good athletes, uh, not only in the state of Montana, but, but then uh, uh, throughout the country. But uh, And we got thrown in the fire early. You know, the Grizzlies, you're right. They weren't very good. They did have Rocky Cleaver, uh, and uh, he certainly... Uh, makes a difference when he's on the football field and I got to watch him play. And then obviously one of became one of my best buddies here. And, and, uh, uh, yeah, it, it, you know, a lot of us had to play as freshmen. We didn't red shirt. And, uh, that freshman year we got beat up a little bit, but gosh darn, then you, uh, we kind of grew up quickly and, and, uh, as a, even as sophomores, you feel like you've been playing long enough and, and, uh, you know, obviously, Marty Morningwig was our trigger man, and he, ended up, he and I ended up having to start as freshmen. And uh, gosh darn, he was magical back there, and uh, uh, the toughest, one of the toughest quarterbacks I've ever known, and and had an attitude of, of <laughs> we we're going to kick some ass and and get after it, and and that that was Marty. And uh, thankfully, uh, I got to be on the receiving end of a lot of footballs uh, thrown by Marty. I I, I certainly wouldn't. There's no way that I would continue a, a football career without uh, Marty and without Larry Donovan and Joe Glenn and Bob Lowry uh, allowing me or throwing me the football. I mean, it. Uh, a lot of people have said, wouldn't it be a love to play for Don Reed? And I'm sure that would have been a wonderful experience, but uh, everybody else would have caught the footballs and I wouldn't have. And I was just uh, uh, with Bob Lowry and Joe's uh, 
sprint draw offense. I, I I don't know why they threw it to me, but uh, they did, and uh, it 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 all worked out. And that wouldn't have happened in a lot of other systems. Well, you certainly did catch the ball a lot, uh, to be exact, 151 times, which at the time was the all-time uh, leader in the in receptions in the history of the school, and also. You led the nation in terms of receptions per game for tight ends at 6.8 per catch uh, in, uh, in, I believe, 1983. So impressive work by you there. I know you don't have those stats memorized. I was just <laughs> letting you know uh, you know what, uh, what a prolific career you had there at the University of Montana. And as Coulter said, Montana had had its struggles in football kind of up to that point, but then you were on this team that wins the Big Sky Conference and, you know, one of the first ones in a while uh, for 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 Montana, and that team really did start to change the tide and the momentum uh, in the state and in the conference, frankly, for the Grizzlies, right? Well, yeah, it's funny what winning does for a program, and, and uh, again, uh, Larry was uh, – he. He was a wonderful marketer of Grizzly football and uh, uh, let his young coaches coach. And obviously uh, they were pretty good because so many of them went on to uh, much bigger and, and greater things. But, it, uh, yeah, it, it's kind of crazy how it all happened, and it is pretty neat if you take the time to think back and go, gosh darn, maybe we, uh, maybe we did make a difference and, and kind of got things rolling a little bit on this side of the state. Brian Salonen joining us, the uh, subject of our ESPN roundtable, former Grizz, former Dallas Cowboy football player. We'll get in briefly here to the to the NFL side of this thing, but I want to ask you about Montana now. You live in Missoula, and the Grizzlies have been uh, fledgling for the last several years, frankly, and this year have been just about as dominant as a team can be. What do you think about the Montana Grizzly football team here in uh, 2019 with Bobby Houck in his second year and his second tenure? Well, I didn't think it would take Bobby long. I, uh, you know, he certainly proved his first stint uh, what kind of a coach he is, and he certainly has an amazing staff, uh, you know, with, well, a lot of those guys with Brant and Barry and, and Chad and Justin and all those guys, they uh, – they do a heck of a job, and they work really, really hard, and they don't like to lose. And uh, that, you know, it, 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 that toughness thing, that Montana toughness thing, uh, I think Bobby probably preaches it every day. But uh, they're disciplined, they're well coached, they're conditioned, and uh, and they hit. And uh, you start you start uh, getting kids to believe in that, you're probably going to start winning some football games. But the way they've uh, They've dominated a few, and even when they haven't started out of the blocks uh, in in very good shape for a quarter or a half, holy smokes, what they've finished with, uh, uh, you guys know the stats better than I, I but uh, they they have absolutely dominated second halves of football games. And, and again, maybe that's attitude and maybe it's conditioning or they, they just uh, they do things right. And uh, I, I did text him. Uh, might have been after the UC Davis game and say that's about as perfect as a half as I've ever seen on the football field. And they, uh, uh, when they racked off whatever forty-five straight points or whatever it was, that's uh, that's pretty special. And and again, now you you got those kids believing, and uh, it, it'll be fun to. It's probably nice to have a little bye week this week and and get a little rest and and uh, uh, get some bumps and bruises fixed up, and then and then get ready for the home stretch. But hey. Uh, Congratulations to all of them. I, I know how hard they work and, and how much it means uh, to win in Montana. we got to ask about your time with the Dallas Cowboys because that's definitely a crucial part of your story. So when, when you first made it to the NFL and you're going to go play for Tom Landry, did you have a welcome to the NFL moment? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. Two of them. Number one, Gil Brandt calls me again way back then. Uh, no He's still doing draft, it now. No, uh, no media, no nothing. Nobody even probably knew that the draft was happening. And probably at about 10 o'clock, I get a call from Gil Brandt and said, you're part of the Dallas Cowboys. And he kind of made the comment like, well, I hope we can get your deal done. Uh, you know, we, we, we don't want you to, uh, we hope that that all works out. And I'm like, a deal done. I'm a 10th round draft choice here. What do you pay me a couple thousand dollars and I'll be there? I mean, holy smokes. Um, 
and then uh, I'll, I'll still never forget. Uh, you know, you think you're you're uh, maybe uh, pretty good, and uh, uh, first day I think I showed up at. So I, I actually finished school early and went down in May, and the Cowboys, their old weight room was literally outside in the 100-degree or 110-degree baking heat. You had to wear gloves to lift because the bars were so hot. Uh, that's I, That was interesting that the famous Dallas Cowboys had a facility like that. Obviously, that's yeah. changed over the years. But uh, <laughs> Randy White was bench-pressing, and... Uh, he was bench pressing 525 pounds, and I literally took one step out. I looked at that, and I walked back into the locker room and had to uh, reevaluate uh, things a little bit and say, oh, my, uh, I probably used a, a few words that you can't use on the radio, but I'm going, this is a little bit different than what I'm used to. And uh, uh, that was kind of the uh, the start of saying, oh, my, uh, you're going to have to work so hard. And uh, uh <laughs> And let's see how this all all works out. But uh, it did, and, and uh, it certainly never never forget the opportunity. It, uh, I was never a Cowboys fan. Never liked them. Never liked that funny guy with the hat. Uh, they always won. They were always on TV. And uh, gosh darn it, when they call your name uh, and uh, you have that opportunity, it's. Uh, I, I I don't know. That cowboy thing is the is the goofiest. That might be the greatest. Besides Michael Jordan and Nike and, and maybe Bo Jackson and Nike, uh, that Cowboy star is the craziest marketing uh, in the world. And everybody, they either loved them or they hated them, but they were all interested. And it continues today, even though that team really hasn't won in about 20 years. But they're talked about every day. Everybody has high expectations. They don't always live up to them. But it, that, that star on the helmet is, is amazing and uh, to look at the jersey and to look at my old helmet every once in a while and say, "Wow, I am a." I was pretty fortunate. That was a good situation for me. You know, have you ever gotten to go back to Dallas and and you know attend a game or maybe I know sometimes teams you know have these alumni uh, you know get-togethers and that sort of thing over the years. Is, have you ever uh, been a participant in any of that kind of stuff? No, and I think if you it, certainly there's more opportunities if you lived in Dallas right. uh, to, to do some of those things. But, uh, no, I mean, in truth and fairness, I'm, I'm probably a, a forgotten commodity after so many years. And uh, even I've had buddies call and say, hey, can you get tickets? And, like, I'm not even lying. No, not really. I have to call just like everybody else does. And so uh, they, they don't really – I'm, I'm sure the uh, – the Hall of Famers and the Tony Dorsett's and the Randy Whites and, and others that uh, maybe live in that area and, and uh, are on their uh, Hall of Fame uh, get a little different treatment than uh, than some uh, uh, Montana kid that played there for a few years. And, and uh, no, I don't. Uh, I, I think a lot of teams are much better at that. Uh, the Cowboys in my mind, never were very good about that. Mm. About, and again, if you're in Dallas, I'm sure there's probably an event or two that you can uh, go to. But uh, now being up here in Montana, I uh, don't really get that opportunity. And that's fine. I mean, I don't wouldn't really know anybody down there now anyway. They're all uh, gone or dead. And, and uh, uh, But, yeah, it, it's uh, I certainly look at their new stadium and what Jerry Jones has done. And, and again, even though he hasn't won a whole bunch, it's, I think he bought that team for I don't know 130, 150 million, and I, I thought I heard it's like five and a half billion, six billion dollars now. So uh, the marketing of the Cowboys continues. So if you and I go in together, we can buy it from him, right? We gotta go. <laughs> we gotta pile our resources. Yeah, yeah, might have to uh, throw in a few more, but uh, uh, we could. Yeah, I don't know. We could put a down payment down for like uh, uh, ten seconds. Maybe that would uh, add up. <laughs> right. Well, Brian, we certainly appreciate you being with us, man, as always. Your story is uh, is such a fun one, and you tell it so well, and we'll look forward to catching up with you again uh, next time on down the road, okay? That sounds great, guys. Always appreciate it and appreciate you thinking about me, and uh, it's uh, it's just great to uh, to visit with you guys anytime. I'm, I'm always available, and, and again, I love your show. You guys are 
are uh, the best in the business and and uh, how you come up with content every single day and keep people entertained it it's uh, you do a great job so congratulations to you guys well we appreciate it it's easy man we call you that's what we do <laughs> exactly. that's what the show is so it's it's not hard for us <laughs> Well, anytime, I just love it. I, and again, I, I thank you for thinking about me and uh, 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 cheer on those Hellgate nights Friday night. There you go. We certainly uh, will uh, be looking forward to the game on Friday. And our thanks to uh, Brian Salone, and always a blast to talk to him. Colter, something people may not know about us, but we work at a company. Imagine that. We don't just broadcast from our bedrooms. I mean, I've wanted to work from home, but the studio is here, and we also have do sales things, and we also have a marketing department, and we also have a general manager and a program director. We are a very integrated unit here. We even have office telephones. The only voicemail you have that's not full. That is a fact, and it's not full because Blackfoot gives me enough space to have it all. And Blackfoot has all the things that we use for our business to make it run functionally. In fact, did you know that today's phone solutions are changing the way businesses operate? To communicate more effectively with colleagues and customers, companies are turning to hosted voice. You know what they call hosted voice solutions? VoIP. What is VoIP? Well, they're the hosted voice solutions that keep up with the business demands. And Blackfoot has their own hosted voice solution, or VoIP. It's called Ergo. Sounds elegant. Ergo certainly is elegant. It's also secure, scalable, and state-of-the-art with 24-7 local account management and support. If you're interested in learning how Ergo can support your business needs, visit goblackfoot.com slash voice to learn more. One more time, it's visit goblackfoot.com backslash voice. Blackfoot takes care of us, Coulter, and it can take care of you. Tutel and Nuanes on 102.9 ESPN Radio for Missoula. Eddie, man, this is an all timer. When did this come out? 2017? 2016? Something like that? This is going to be around for a long time. I'm telling you what. M83. They came to Missoula what, like a year ago? Something like that? Nice. I didn't get to the show, though. What are you texting? Who are you I'm texting? looking up Midnight City. Oh. Really? Just to see what when it came out. 2011. Little late. Little late there by me. Mm-hmm. Overshot. It's two telling one is one hundred two nine ESPN Radio. We are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at twenty nine zero four West Broadway in Missoula. Time flies, man. I got kids. I can't. Who are you texting? No uh, also uh, uh, online at kurtzpolaris If you missed anything in the show, check it out on the podcast. The podcast available on the TuneIn Radio app, iTunes, Spotify, all of those places. Podcasts available thanks to the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. Speaking of podcast, we did it again. Today, this morning, David, he's working on it right now, pumping this thing out there. The FCS Speculators, a betting podcast, going to be out later on today. So look for that on all your favorite podcasting platforms as well. If you search to tell Nuanas, that will uh, come up as well. Episode three today. That was a fun episode. A couple of great guests. And, uh, well, I mean, everything you, you and I do is just, I mean, it's just Emmy. <laughs> what do we, we call it? Oscar? Grammy? What are we winning here? Grainy? What are the broad? What are the podcasts winning? You gonna get? Are we gonna get a podcast know. deal going? The blueberries or something? The blueberries. One of the first podcasting platform hosting platforms was the blueberries. Okay, I don't so know. Maybe that's the original. Hey, I'm with that. I, who would have ever thought? I don't know. Are you excited for the Motel Six on Friday night? Le- very excited. Yeah, Brian's right. This this shows you how famous we are and how much money we really make. Mm-hmm. He's taken to his his wife on the way to Bozeman for their tenth anniversary to Motel Six well, in Butte, America. Here's the thing about it: uh, <laughs> give away my location, you know. I don't want to have to fight through the fans <laughs> to get through the door. But uh, the the uh, you actually have some. Fans I, I in get Butte. off. I get off work at six. You know, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you, we're go, we're headed to Bozeman. 
but by the time you get to Bozeman, man, if you leave it and you got it, we got to go home, you know, say bye to the kids, my, you know, brother, my folks are taking care of them for the weekend. So thank you very much to them on that. But then, you know, you get out of town. Now it's six, six thirty, seven o'clock. Haven't eaten dinner probably. And now you're going to drive to Bozeman, get to, to Bozeman, at, you know, 1030. And then, and then what? So I was like, well, hey, man, got- if, you, if you could make a late night eatery in Bozeman, you could be a rich man. Because ironically, oh, it's a college town, but there's no nowhere place, to eat. No place to eat. It drives me crazy. They they closed the Perkins, hey, so now you don't even have the Perkins. If you can't go anywhere. If you're watching us in Bozeman on SWX, make a million dollars and serve food after I don't know nine p.m. Anything in your town, anything, anything at all, sandwich, hamburger, Just warmed up tortillas, <laughs> shove them out the window, whatever, anything. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So. Anyhow, uh, with, so that's also another reason not to go to Bozeman the night of, you know what I mean? Stop in Butte, get a little of the history, go around, maybe walk around. How late's Metals open? Metals open late? Yeah, I don't know how late they do food, but it's a bar, so it's open until bar time for okay. the, the beers. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, you know, we'll go see. I'm sure we'll have ourselves an enjoyable evening. You know, we, would, we did go to Anaconda for a, a one particular. Ooh, you ever been to Lydia's? Yes, I was I was at Lydia's, uh, but we went to Anaconda for a. Uh, uh, well, I guess it wasn't an anniversary. Well, it was, it was, a, it was a weekend getaway prior to uh, the birth of a child. Before all the chaos breaks loose, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tina VRBO'd us into a bomb shelter in uh, Anaconda, which was remarkable. Literally windowless, <laughs> not one win. When I walked in, I was like, "Tina, you notice anything about this?" Like, not, not really. I was like, well, it's, it's worth the 37 bucks we paid for it. I'll start there. <laughs> Second of all, there isn't a window. There's not actually a window to the outside world. Was it actually designed as a bomb shelter? No. Is that a it, fact? It was actually like the back like of what was once a bar. And the bar's like mm. dilapidated and everything, but they renovated. The fun play. We had a, I mean, it's cool. They had a little, uh, what are they, a phonograph in there playing music for us. The whole thing. It was great. But I woke up to go to the. <laughs> in the morning, I said, Tina, what time do you think it is? She's like, I don't know, 3 a.m. It's 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> Darkness in there. So, you know, stop over in Butte. Stop over in Bozeman. Going to be a great weekend. Enough, though. Enough about me. More about baseball. ALDS tonight, ESPN Radio. We'll see you tomorrow. Hi there. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.